we use sales and marketing to win in the world of politics? Let's talk about that. Instead of focusing on winning arguments, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and marketing and how we can use them to win in the world of politics, teaching you how to meet people where they're at on the issues they care about. Welcome to The Brian Nichols Show. Well, hey there, folks. Brian Nichols here on The Brian Nichols Show. I'm back, and I'm excited to kick things off here with another fun-filled episode. I am, as always, your humble host, joining you live from our BNC studios here in lovely eastern Indiana. Don't let the upcoming recession put your company at risk. Folks, it's time to revamp your sales and marketing strategies. And if you want to learn more, email me, brian at briannicholsconsulting.com. So let's talk about this. Yes, sales and marketing and how can we apply it to the world of politics and why should we apply it to the world of politics? Well, what better way to articulate that very uh, point than by going through here what we've been doing here at the Brian Nichols Show over the past, my God, five years at this point and where we're going forward. And uh, I talked about this last week, uh, well, I guess two weeks ago, because last week we were off uh, as I was welcoming the uh, new addition to my family, my little girl, my little baby girl here entered to the world. So very excited. And thank you to everyone for the well wishes. We are so excited and just pumped to see where my, my future is headed, uh, my, where my daughter's future is headed. It's just exciting to, uh, to see things as we're growing here as a family and also talking about where we're going to be heading as a country because I want to make sure we have a good country and a good environment for not just my family but also your families to grow up in as we move forward. And how do we how do we change the way that the country has been heading, right? And, and this is something I've heard quite often discussed uh, both in greater liberty circles, but also more frequently in the more mainstream political discourse. And that is, how do we actually change people's hearts and minds to change where we're heading right now as a society? And the answer is actually quite simple. Sales and marketing. (laughs) When it comes down to it, we have to meet people where they're at on the issues they care about. Now, for you longtime listener of The Brian Nichols Show, you you know that. This is, you know, just basically Brian going through and repeating the things you've heard for 700 episodes plus now. But for you new listeners, we're going to actually go back and we're going to start things off in walking through not just how we started The Brian Nichols Show, but as we changed our perspectives, what was the result? Why did we change our, our approach to selling liberty versus just talking to libertarians about how great we were? So to start things off, uh, yes, I, I had some guest questions that were put in here over the past few weeks. So we're going to dig through these. And this week, by the way, it's going to be a little bit different of a week because it's just going to be you and me as I'm getting back into the swing of things here, getting uh, guests rescheduled and such. So don't worry. Uh, we're going to get kick things off also with a longer form content starting up here in a week or so. Uh, and also remember, folks, we're going going back, uh, going back, yes, way back to back in 2019, 2020, when we were three days a week, we are returning to that, but also we're layering in longer form episodes where you're going to be able to go ahead, not only get the longer episode, but then get exclusive behind the scenes content of that episode, more uh, deep dives with the guests on our Patreon. So if you're interested there, a link will be in the show notes and we'll talk about that at the end. But starting things off, uh, yes, how did I get involved in the world of politics and why sales and marketing as an approach to selling Liberty when we're talking about what we were doing here on the Brian Nichols show. So let's rewind. Back in 2018, I started this program and I started the program off trying to articulate how we could in the greater liberty world have better conversations, get to know one another, maybe build more bridges. And in doing so, I was having a lot of folks on the program, but more often than not, it was folks in our greater liberty movement, people who already agree with us. And for the first two-ish years of my show, that's pretty much what the program consisted of. It was me, a libertarian, talking to other libertarians or conservatives or folks in our greater liberty world about why our ideas made sense. And that's great up until it 
isn't. And why wasn't it great into a certain point? Because when you're not talking to people beyond your echo chamber, you end up just talking really to an audience of one. So I wanted to figure out how can we effectively bypass that that traditional barrier, right, of only talking to liberty-oriented folks, people who already are on board with our mission. So when I look at what I do in my my day job, sales, marketing, working with C-level executives to help them not just reframe in, in the world of business technology, but also what I've been doing here uh, with my, my side hustle, and that is helping businesses, small business owners, be able to effectively communicate their value and messaging to a new target audience, a new niche that they can go ahead and dominate in. And looking at what we're doing here at The Brian Nichols Show, that's what I wanted to make sure I was teaching to you, the member of The Brian Nichols Show audience, not just why we are right. And trust me, there are tons of podcasts you can go listen to that will just reaffirm why libertarianism is, in our opinion, and frankly, just common sense, the right way to go. But that only got so far. We have to be able to articulate these ideas to people who are in a a window of transition. Some may call that a trigger event if we're talking about uh, the sales terminology. So when I look at the world of sales and marketing, that was the answer to bringing our world of liberty politics to Someone out there who isn't already on board with the libertarian idea. Maybe someone who isn't even aware that libertarianism or the liberty movement is an option beyond the traditional two-party Republican, Democrat, red team, blue team environment. So being able to not only articulate that, but then to offer real tangible solutions to the problems people face and doing so through the lens of sales and marketing, meeting people where they're at on the issues they care about entering into the conversations that they're already having in their own minds, bridging those two worlds together and bringing a real tangible alternative to the table. That's why we took a direct 90 degree turn when it really came down to things here uh, back in 2020, because I want to make sure we are being more effective uh, effective with the way that we were communicating our ideas. So with that, um, how do we use sales and marketing to actually win elections and influence the voters into not just supporting our specific candidate, but actually getting on board with our ideas, getting on board with the movement. And it goes back to something we've talked about here on the show many a time, building trust. We have to be able to not just articulate our value, articulate our message, but to show the person that we're reaching out to that we're genuine. We care about them. We want to see them succeed. And we do so by showing empathy and building that natural trust. I was actually just talking to Michael Heiss here over at the uh, the Mises uh, Caucus, and he's been doing great work trying to help build some bridges into traditional non-voting libertarian groups, but bringing them on board by helping establish trust. And we do that in in the approach that Mises Caucus has been taking here by focusing on local elections. And that's something actually we've been talking about on the Brian Nichols Show for a number of years is is building up the, the base of trust in your community, letting the voters know you're not just there to win an election. You're not just showing up every two, four years to get their vote, but you're actually there because you care. You want to see your environment, your community, those within your community do better. So we do that by showing up consistently, entering into the conversation that people are already having and trying to bring our libertarian values and our principles and solutions, frankly, to the table to the problems that our community is facing. So when we're talking about winning elections, that's why it's so important for us to not go ahead and just, you know, spout off libertarian ideas, principles, features, benefits. That doesn't matter when you're talking to your average person. Reason being is because that stuff is just fluff in terms of 
actually addressing the real root cause of a problem that they're facing. And it's going to vary from locality to locality. For example, I'm here in eastern Indiana. The issues that we're going to be focusing on in elections here are going to be vastly different than the election issues you'll be focusing on in California or Philadelphia or, or name blue area. <laughs> and that really comes down to how we have to not just approach our messaging, but also where do we spend our time? Libertarians, we, we spend way too much time trying to make everybody our target market when the reality is that the riches are in the niches. So we have to figure out who is our target market. And here's the reality, folks. When your target market is everyone, your target market is no one. So figuring out who that specific person is and then making sure that you're messaging, you're, you're articulating the value specifically to that person, not just to a grand swath of groups of people. You want to make sure it feels hyper-personalized and hyper-real for that person, and they feel that you're actually talking to them, not just spouting off some libertarian dogma. Now, when we're talking about, um, yeah, so so when we're talking about The Brian Nichols Show, I noticed, uh, you know, we, we were having success in terms of just talking about general ideas on the program, but what we really found uh, in terms of growing our numbers here was when we started to focus on teaching how to do this sales and marketing approach, namely because a lot of libertarians realized they weren't that hot at it. We weren't that good. We, we were spending a lot of time in our groups talking about why we were right and how right we were, but never really talking about how do we take that and then move it beyond those groups, move it out of our Facebook echo chambers or our Twitter echo chambers and actually enter into the mainstream and, and meet people where they're at on the issues they care about, not the issues we think they should care about, frankly. Now, with that, <laughs> what were some of the key challenges I had? Well, frankly, a lot of folks in the liberty movement, they want to hear why they're pretty. They want to hear why they're right. And that's not that's not the show that we do here. <laughs> that's not what we do here. Here at the Brian Nichols Show, we are focused on, on getting beyond the we're right, here's why we're right. We already know that our ideas win when, when we're going out into the, the court of public opinion. Specifically, well, maybe not in public opinion, more so in the idea that when we, you test their ideas in, in real life, when you get out of the ivory tower, the groupthink mentality in, in the colleges, for example, or the social media echo chambers that the left finds themselves on, when we are able to then actually bring our ideas to the marketplace, we know our ideas will win. So it's not a matter of arguing whose ideas are better. It's a matter of trying to get your average person to, to sit down and look at the two options and for them to see that our solution not just makes sense, but will make sense for them. And one of the biggest challenges I faced was actually libertarians saying, no, we shouldn't be doing that, damn it. We should be spending our time telling everybody why we're right and, and actually like, like circling the wagons, trying to almost uh, strengthen our libertarian libertarians versus trying to bring people who were not libertarian into our circles and help them become libertarian. That was some of the biggest challenges I actually faced when I first started off the change in the show was that pushback. No, we don't want people who are libertarian or who aren't libertarians coming into our movement. Sorry, folks, but before somebody becomes a customer, guess what? They weren't a customer. So being able to actually change the way that we were approaching our recruiting efforts, that has been the biggest challenge, but also where we got the biggest reward. Because when I started to see more people paying attention, not to the libertarian dogma, but more so the libertarian solutions to the specific problems they were addressing, that's when we had the most success here at growing the show. Now, another question I got uh, from the audience here is data. When they're going out and talking to our listeners, the needs, the wants of those specific listeners, the pain points, how do we figure that out? Well, 
You talk to your audience. You talk to your customer. You figure out where are they they struggling? Where are the challenges that they're facing? And you help them overcome those challenges. When I talked to my audience, the main thing I consistently heard was, Brian, I know we have great ideas. I just don't know how to get Bob at the office to, to say, yeah, your ideas make sense, but also I'm going to support you, right? And that's where we were losing the battle. And, and frankly, we still have been facing an uphill battle is getting people to not just say, okay, that sounds great. I hear you, but here's the reality of our situation. I have to vote for red team versus blue team, right? No, that's the difference is that we, we had to figure out what was the main challenge in getting people to actually switch from that position to a new way of doing things and actually supporting our candidates. Now, I've said this from the very beginning, and frankly, I'm hearing this now more from my audience, and this is why we've been having more shows focused on local solutions, local candidates, and why I wrote an ebook called How to Win Your Local Election, which is free, by the way. Go grab yours at briannicholshow.com forward slash win local, but that is where you're going to build trust. Talked about this earlier. You want to actually show people that you care, not just about the, the situation or the problems that you're addressing, but you care about the people that you're helping, the people that you're reaching out to. Because so many politicians just show up every two, four, six years, and then they're gone. And then they're doing fundraising for the, the entire time they're in office until they come back asking for your vote again. But actually taking care of the problems that they see in their communities, rare. If, if ever, do those situations ever get resolved? So I thought it was important for us and frankly important for the audience, and I'm glad to hear this from the audience, is talking about how do we change the way that we talk about these different, you know, different values, different ideas, different solutions. So with that reframing, <laughs> reframing the libertarian approach, not just throwing a book at someone and saying, read this, you'll become a good libertarian, I hope, but rather saying, hey, in this book, here's a solution to the problem that you're specifically talking about, and here's why it's pertinent to you right now. That's where we're having more success, and frankly, what we're going to be doing more here on the show as we move things forward over the next few years. Um, and then one uh, final question from the audience, how did I use marketing to reach and engage with listeners and uh, with valuable and actionable content that solves their problems and helps them achieve their goals? Uh, frankly, by giving you guys resources, tools that will help you be successful. I've written two ebooks, how to, uh, yeah, so how to win your local election, just talked about. Another ebook, uh, two years ago, we wrote uh, Four Easy Steps to Sell Liberty to Friends and Family. Both are free and both are phenomenal resources that you can use if you're trying to convince or influence your friends and family into the ideas of liberty. But also, if you're thinking about running for local office, having a resource that you can actually go through, have in hand, step-by-step -step mapping things out in terms of how you can start your campaign to actually winning your election, right? Both of those eBooks, by the way, work perfectly in tandem because the, the skills and the tools and the resources we talk about in Four Easy Steps are exactly the tools and resources you'll be, you'll be using when you're going out and talking to voters in how to win your local elections. So, I mean, that's just one example also trying to enter into the conversations that my, my audience was already having, right? Paying attention to what 
people are asking for questions on, on social media. What are the main problems that they're talking about? And then being able to provide resources, tools, or connect them with people in your network to help accomplish those different goals or to help solve those different problems. So, you know, for example, here on the Brian Nichols Show, we had Jacob Beckley from the Beckley Foundation on the show back uh, last year, and it was a phenomenal conversation. Beckley Foundation, they're helping uh, with the advancement of pediatric cancer research, and they're using blockchain technology to help exponentially increase the rate at, w- at which that research is being uh, being done. So, being able to bring Jacob, bring his entire solution to the table, to the audience, and say, hey, here is someone right now who's addressing a very real problem that I know a lot of you guys are, are either thinking about, have talked about, or are currently trying to solve Here is someone who's already helping solve that problem. So we're not reinventing the wheel, but also now we're showing other people out there that there's a different way of doing things beyond the traditional status quo. Instead of just having your siloed research where, you know, one college or one entity is doing research and another college or entity is doing completely different research, but on the same topic. Now with everything being put in the blockchain, it's real time. Everybody can see what's happening simultaneously. And that will, and it has helped exponentially increase the rate at which that research is being done to help actually solve the problem of childhood cancer, which is a horrible, horrible situation for any family to experience. I had a, my little cousin who, who had a cancer for two years and to see what him and his family had to go through is heartbreaking. But to know that there are people out there who are doing amazing things to help advance that, that problem and really advance the solution to that problem, that's awesome, right? And to share that story with my, my other cousins and, and to say, hey, there are options as we're moving things forward. So that's kind of the, uh, you know, the, the overall snapshot of sales, marketing as we're doing things here at the Brian Nichols Show, but also why we've done things in that way. And that goes to, uh, as we're wrapping things up here for this, uh, you know, one out of three episodes this week is why we've taken a different approach here to the show. I want to make sure that you guys are getting more than just enough shows every week. I don't want it to be Brian's got five shows. I got to pick which one I want to watch. I want it to be the shows not only are valuable, but we're getting more out of those specific episodes. I've heard from you guys. Like, for example, we had Jim Burling on the show talking about uh, the the old lady who had her home uh, confiscated by the government for back taxes. And, you know, what do you do when government tries to seize your home? I had people saying, Brian, I wanted to hear more of that episode. And guess what? Now you're going to be able to when we have our Patreon with the extended version of the shows, but also the behind the scenes questions. Some of the questions that you guys are asking, right? Being able to take that to the, the, the guests and make sure that you're getting your questions answered beyond just hearing me talk to the guests. So, uh, you know, that's one of the reasons we're doing the switch, but also I... I firmly believe, and I've talked about this in the show many a time, and now we're, we're going to be doing more to embrace this. Good people bring out the good in people. And over on my Patreon, I don't want it to just be a traditional Patreon. Go go pay $1.99, $5 to be a part of a Patreon to support a creator. I get it. I really appreciate the support. If you guys do just want to go out and do that, thank you. I appreciate you. But if there's something more you want and you want to kind of have a, a culture, a, a, an environment, a community where we're talking about good people doing good things, bringing great ideas to the table and frankly helping solve the problems we see outside of just sitting on the, the internet arguing all day long. I want to build that environment. So 
what we're going to be doing is over on our Patreon, I'm going to be starting a, a Facebook group, uh, which will be linked in the Patreon. That Facebook group will be exclusively for networking for, for good people in our greater liberty movement who are doing great amazing things, helping solve the problems we see, but also just talking about our wins, talking about what we're doing to be successful, not just in politics, but in life. I want to incorporate just people being good people in life, focusing on your health, your fitness, your family, your finances, all of the above. It's important, not just for us to be able to grow this movement, but for us to grow as people. Good friend, the late, great Gary Collins, he talked about his three-legged stool. And, uh, you know, I miss Gary every day because Gary was just one of those people who you could you could ask him any question and he would have a, a great, great answer for you. And nine times out of 10, it always came down his three-legged stool, which is if you are out of balance in life, much like a three-legged stool, you will be completely out of balance. And those three legs really resolve around your, your finances, your fitness, and your focus or your emotional, your, your drive, your mental state, if you will. So being able to have all three of those different three legs in your stool, even, right? And that's what we're going to be talking about over on our Patreon when we're, we're building up this environment for the Facebook group, right? Being able to help incorporate the good people doing good things and good people bringing out the good in people. I want to see more of that. We need more of that, especially in a world where there's just so much darkness and frankly, for the lack of a better term, evil out there. And I truly believe that we can be an alternative to that negativity. If if we go out and we we become the change we wish to see in the world, it's going to make the the results for us so much easier to accomplish because no longer are we spending our time just talking about why we're right. But now we're spending that time investing it into helping grow and, and really focus on the things that make us successful. And that's what we're going to be doing. So I really want you to, uh, to give you some feedback. If you are interested in being a part of this, please message me wherever you uh, follow us on social media at B Nichols Liberty, or you can email me, Brian at BrianNicholsShow.com. And uh, by the way, I appreciate all the well wishes again for the birth of my daughter. Yes, I, I'm very, very excited to uh, be sharing more of, uh, you know, Dad Nichols over on our Patreon, over on the uh, the Facebook group. So if you're interested in that, please head over to the show notes. Link will be there. And uh, if you have any questions, again, email me, brian at com. So with that being said, that is one of our three episodes here this week as we have a little bit of a transition between uh, pre-dad Brian and post-dad Brian. But don't worry, guests will be kicking things off here as we head into uh, next week. So make sure you hit that subscribe button on whatever podcast platform you subscribe here to The Brian Nichols Show. But also, we have a video version of the show, YouTube, Odyssey, Rumble and Sovereign. If you head over there, uh, your favorite video platform, again, hit that little subscribe button and notification bell so you don't miss a single time we go live. And by the way, we've been doing a lot of YouTube shorts there. So if you get some value from TikTok or Reels or YouTube shorts, well, head over and make sure you're checking out our shorts over on uh, the YouTube and just do us a favor. Go ahead and give some uh, love there as well. So with that being said, thank you for joining us on today's episode of The Brian Go Show. With that being said, Brian Nichols signing off here. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to The Brian Nichols Show. Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com.